Welcome to the Black Girl in College podcast, where we are two black girls sharing our experiences of this bumpy journey called college. In doing so, we hope to create a comfortable and safe space for those who may relate to our experiences. We're your host, Kiki. And Mo. And on today's episode, we'll be talking about pressures, pressures as, as a, a Christian, Christian woman. woman. So we decided to go with this episode idea because um, first, we are young women and there's a lot of images on what a young adult, you know, a woman in her 20s is supposed to look like. And second, we have more recently turned our life to Christ um, in these past couple of years. So it's still fairly new um, to us and mm-hmm. just all these ideals and all that. So just kind of how we're putting like who we are, you know, our personality, how we were raised. And then also just like this aspect of being a Christian and just how that goes together. So, yeah. So starting with as a Christian woman, what are some pressures like you're feeling like, you know, we'll, we're we're going to talk over like modesty, judgment, you know, now is there things that you have to change about yourself because it's like no longer acceptable. Like that's when you was a heathen and now that you are Christian, especially a Christian woman, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. So where do you feel like you want to start? Definitely um, just being a woman in general, like mm-hmm. we're supposed to be young in our 20s, you know, go out, party, have fun and just explore new things. But then being a Christian is like, there's none to explore like some stuff is just like this is how it's supposed to be so it's just like the aspect of having your youth and you know just trying new things being just having fun and mm-hmm. then also the aspect of okay you can be having fun but you also need to be following these rules you know right so I feel like um I guess first touching I'll touch on modesty first um that one for me, it just like it was a lot of confliction for the pressures of being a Christian woman because it's like mm-hmm. you hear God's words this, and then you see society's this, but then sometimes it's not. It's kind of generic. Like mm-hmm. the Bible does say to be modest, but it's left to society to define what modesty is. Right. You know, so it's like there's that clash for me because some there's a lot of Christian women I know who will wear a crop top, having a midriff showing. I don't. I still wear crop tops personally, so I'm not judging anybody. Right. But it's just like. Some people, the school will tell you that having your shoulders, having a spaghetti strap is not modest. Mm-hmm. The Bible does not say having a spaghetti strap is not modest. So I feel like for one of the pressures for like going over all categories is just the interpretation. Sometimes the interpretation is left to society. And it's like mm-hmm. we're not supposed to look towards society for our Christian and godly views. So it is it's kind of hard with that. And then you have a lot of other people preaching this and preaching that. And it's like, mm-hmm. and it's like, they not on the same page. Right. It's like, like y'all reading the same maybe Bible. God's telling you that, but he's not telling me that, but mm-hmm. that don't make any of us less of a Christian. So like modesty, we are pressured to like, y'all not supposed to wear show skin. And I feel like at this age, you know, you do just want to do mm-hmm. a little sum, you know, you want, you want your mm-hmm. outfits to look a little sexy just but, because, but, but that's just it. you want your outfits just to look cute is for you. It's yeah. not for like, I'm going out cause I want attention. I'm dressing like this cause baby, I want to feel good. Like mm-hmm. I look good in what I'm wearing. It's yeah. not for anybody else. And I think that that definitely still goes with just like society. Society told women that they can't show at for a certain point you couldn't even show your lower leg you couldn't mm-hmm. show below the knee but that's changed but i don't think uh women of this generation are less um godly than women of back in the 1800s right. you know so it just like when it comes to modesty the pressure is just kind of just feeling lost i feel like that comes with a lot of pressure it's like i don't know what to do they telling me this and mm-hmm. and god telling me this like he didn't he's not mad at me for for having a little stomach showing but right. at the same time he like strike me down like i don't know am i actually doing something wrong should i actually mm-hmm cut back on the crop tops did I actually not wear form-fitting stuff but at the mm-hmm. same time sometimes form-fitting is comfortable I remember first stage of my life where leggings was inappropriate for young women to wear no we only wear that for comfort Girl, leggings well, are the most comfortable thing under our ripped jeans yes leggings is so comfortable so but yes. the fact that it was sexualized and it's like you're not supposed to wear form-fitting stuff it's like I just don't see the point of that I'm not wearing mm-hmm. this to show off my legs. I'm wearing this because it's stretchy. Right. But and that's probably what I had clean. Like you don't know. <laughs> so what is like some pressure you may have like when it comes to modesty mm-hmm. and how you address that? Mm-hmm. I like that you said like I don't know if I am doing something wrong or right. You know what I mean? And it's like it made me think about if you got a broken bone, you go to the hospital. Something on fire, you call the fire department. <laughs> you know, if some some crime or breaking happened, you call the police. But it's to me, it's like who do I go to when I have these questions? Mm-hmm. Because it's way too many church, 
churches and they're not preaching the same thing. Yeah. And you know what I mean? It's like I don't have a reliable source. Mm -hmm. I have God. Yes. God yes, is very a, reliable. Very, very reliable. But it's about God has also spoken through and sent people mm -hmm. to help guide people who need it. And it's like, where can I get my guidance? Right. And, you know, you saying that, it low-key, like, that's what I really thought of. I'm like, dang, I really, and this, no, like, lately, I have had a lot of questions. And it's like, I am tired of going to the internet. So many different yep. sources. Some people can be biased, you know. Yeah, we're going to talk about that um, towards the end, you about the I mean? internet it's influences. Just like, it's just like, I don't know, low-key, that just kind of angered me. Because, like, who can I go to? Like, okay, you preach, turn your life to Christ. I turn my life to Christ because Christ got through to me. He mm -hmm. got through to me when I was about this world and being a worldly person. I didn't turn my life to Christ because somebody told me to. That was him breaking through to me. But it's like now, you know, being young and we want help, who can I turn to? Yeah. Like that's just like, it really baffles me. And then also I feel like, like you said, when it comes to clothes, I feel like before I was insecure about what I was wearing because of what people would say. Right. Now I'm insecure because it's about not just society. I don't care about society no more. It's mm -hmm. about what is the people who call themselves Christian and people of God, what are they going to say? Right. Like, you know, okay, on, like, Lily, I can walk down the street. Girl, you look good. I don't know why she wore that. Like, you know God don't like that. Within, like, right. two minutes. It's like, mm -hmm. what side? Like, why is we not all on one side? Like, we're all God's people. It's like, I don't, I'm not showing my stomach right. or these thighs because they entice you. And if that entices you, that's a personal problem, sweetheart. Mm -hmm. That's not something I can control. I'm not, because me covering myself up. It's pleasing to you. Anybody can be enticed by anything. Yeah. You can be showing nothing. Absolutely You can definitely be nothing. showing nothing. So stop blaming women. Like this, first mm -hmm. of all, for so long, women have been ignored. <clears throat> and it's like, you know, pushing us back from trying to learn about our bodies and appreciating them and loving it. Me loving my body should not entice you. Mm -hmm. It should be like, oh my gosh, she got confidence. Is, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, how can I get that? You know? And that's for any other man, woman, however you define yourself. Yeah. So like, you know, there's things there's things I'm gonna wear. I'm going to mm -hmm. wear. Like, girl, look at my Shein car. We finna be cutting <laughs> up and I'm cutting up because I finally found confidence. And it's like yeah. It's like I really want people out there who have been bullying people or making people feel like you can't wear that because of your body size. Mm -hmm. Rethink. Go to a therapist. Get some, get some trauma figured out because you have been trying to cause trauma on somebody else. And this was from somebody who has experienced that. It is very hurtful. Like, find love in my body. Girl, I feel like I went through a breakthrough. Yeah. Like, it makes me sometimes want to cry. Like I said, like we mentioned before, you know, you have to stand in front of that mirror. Yeah. And look at yourself how you are. And you definitely made some good points. Like, Adam and Eve it up. You look definitely at how you made are. some good points. So the first one, the first good point that you made is definitely when I okay, I'm gonna say this one first. Um when you when we were younger, we definitely like me personally, I didn't love my body for real. So now I'm more at confident. All. It's not like, oh, I'm modest because I'm seventeen and okay, first disclaimer, people are gonna define modesty different. Um so mm -hmm. you know, when we say modesty, it may not mean the same modesty as you, but 17, you know, I was wearing crop tops, but I, I didn't like my clothes fitted because I just didn't like my body shape. Now mm -hmm. I'm older, I'm fine with my body shape. Girl, so it's like me, I don't care. I don't feel like I'm showing my body off when I put on a dress that fits. I just feel Period. comfortable in a dress that fits. You know what I'm saying? And I don't have to think twice about does my, my waist look right. I'm just putting on this dress. Period. I don't care. So it's just like that aspect of I'm more confident in my body. It's not I'm showing it. Cause I want people to look at it. It just I'm comfortable. I'm not consciously thinking, oh, I got this dress on. I wonder if somebody looking. I got right. this shirt on. I wonder if somebody looking. I got this fit on. I look fire. I'm feeling fire. Mm. I'm gonna be confident. You can't tell me nothing. Mm. And second, um, just like the being modest so we don't tempt others. Like you mentioned before, personally speaking on my behalf, I've been harassed the same when I have a sweatsuit on. You can't tell me that. Some loose sweats and a loose hoodie, no makeup, maybe a bonnet, and I'm still getting talked to, getting harassed. What skin is showing? My face is showing, but exactly. do we need to hide our face too for modesty? You know what I'm saying? So just like that mm -hmm. aspect of it's just so broad and open for interpretation. So I don't think when some women wear certain things that they're not reflecting God. Now I will say I have my own like a uh, views and opinions on modesty. I do think. 
we don't need to be butt naked out. We don't have to make, mm-hmm. wear lingerie on a regular day and call it an outfit. And that's just like in we don't general. have to. I'm we don't about have everybody. Yes, and for that's my view personally. So don't think I'm judging. Understand when it comes to modesty. I don't think like you're being modest after you have that lingerie on outside. I don't think you're being modest if the clothes are sheer and you got your whole bra showing. You know what I'm saying? So there is times where I may not be modest. I'm gonna be honest, but it's just like I don't know what's modest, what's not modest, right. because some people will say. Your back is out. Why is it an open back? That's very sexual. Me personally, my mm. back is my back. Facts. I don't, mm. I don't find it attractive at all. It's just my back. You know, so mm. just like that view of modesty. I don't, I don't know. No, and at this point, I'm defining modesty for myself. Okay, like very important. Until God tells me, yeah, what you did, we can't do that no more. I just, I didn't like that. You know. You know what I mean? Until that happens, until you can give me a clear scripture and let me define it for myself and I agree yes. upon what you're saying, I don't care. You may, like, I, I'm, I'm always think I'm modest. And some people are like, okay, she been modest here, she not modest right now. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. do you know how long it took for me to love my body? And I found love in my body when I found love in Christ. Period. Yeah, and I think that's very important. Your relationship no, with God, no, you, I'm sorry, your relationship with God is your relationship with God. He's yes. not telling you right now that I dress grown. He didn't. He never told me that them form-fitted dresses, you got to switch it to loose dresses. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? He's not telling me that because if we being honest, it don't matter if I have a loose dress or a tight dress. If somebody wants to talk to me, I don't think it was the dress. If somebody exactly. wants to look at me, I don't think it was the dress specifically. That's right. like if they come correct, it's probably because of me, like my character, my personality. Mm-hmm. You know, something just attracted them to me and I to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So me, it was like and loving my body, it was like I finally and I finally loved how God made me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't comparing myself to other women. Or, you know, women, like, we're going to talk about it, but women who have maybe gotten things done with their body. Right. women who have it. I'm talking about all women, anybody. I finally stopped comparing myself because it was like I was low-key disrespecting God. Like, mm-hmm. you telling me I made you weird or wrong or something, you know? Right. It was finally like I was able to look through God's eyes of how I saw my body. And I'm sorry, I can't nobody tell me nothing. Right, and if my mama say I look good, if my mama friends on Facebook say I look good, all right, you can't. Then you made it. You made it for real. And I think it's important for people to understand that we're not defining modesty for you Mm. or anybody at all. So if God, if God does tell you that, like, don't wear that crop top, definitely listen. He's telling you that. If he tells somebody else it's okay to wear a crop top, that's Mm -hmm. what he's telling them, and I think that's okay because that's y'all specific relationship and don't look left and right and compare and take other people's testimonies and try to fit it into your testimony so when you don't understand i just feel like you ask god for understanding that's all you got to do okay he'll explain it to you so to go along with that how do you feel and this is honestly from like like you mentioned we recently you know not recently like two weeks ago y'all but it has been a little bit turned out right maybe two years you know two years honestly also, but pressures as a Christian woman now from society and our own community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like pressures as a woman and now being a Christian woman who's also a black Christian woman. Like, mm-hmm. how do you feel judgment from both sides? I feel like... Um, <clears throat> I feel like it comes from both. Oh, it definitely comes from both. I feel like it comes from both sides, um, which is crazy. People love to preach free speech, free speech and all that and support one another. But when it comes to religion... I will acknowledge history. Religion has been used to put down uh, marginalized communities and stuff like that. So some people are just really anti-religion. So it'll be, if I tell somebody I'm a Christian, they automatically, that just defaults my whole personality. All that is erased. You're a Christian, you're religious, that means you're homophobic. That means you're you're racist. Um, You're pro-slavery, all of that. And it's like, no, you, I that? personally, I got to learn the gospel for myself. I didn't, like we mentioned before, there's different interpretations. So the people who wanted to use it to enslave others, that was their interpretation. That wasn't God, mm-hmm. please. Because I know people would tell me how you're a Christian when he says, when he, um, God right. said enslaved people. He never said black people were slaves. He never said that. But if he did say that and you found that scripture, let please like, comment, and subscribe and put the, and let me know. We have a but, <laughs> link. Send us an email. Let I think know. the judgment, like from um, right now, I'm talking about like people who aren't believers, is just mm-hmm. the automatically they just 
categorize me. And then sometimes it's like, I'm talking to you normal, but now you found out I'm a Christian and you're automatically, you're judging me now. I'm not even judging you. I'm not even preaching to you. I'm not putting my religion on you. But now that you know I am a Christian, automatically you're treating me wrong. How does that make mm -hmm. sense? That's kind of like contradictory. Like right. you don't want people, Christian people trying to tell you how to live. Now you're judging me. We're having a, never, a normal conversation about class. What made you, what does that have to do with anything? Mm -hmm. You don't see me over here talking about hallelujah, pray, um, giving you scripture verses. Right. So it's like now that you know I'm a Christian woman, you're, there's that judgment. Like, am I, I don't mention need that. God? Yes. I'm going to mention I'm God. I'm going to mention it, but it's like I'm not forcing this down your throat. Like it At wasn't all. forced out mine. Well, it was, you know, when I was younger, but it's like I know how that felt. I'm mm -hmm. not doing that to anyone. Like you will probably be the only Bible some people know. So let me be a nice one, you know. Right. Like, actually, I don't want to say a nice one. Let me be the one that the Bible is. It is nice. It is kind. It is. It gives insight to a lot of things. It's crazy that the Bible was so long ago, but yet it still applies. It's still very applicable. To right now. Mm -hmm. And then I think when it comes to judgment from other Christian women is there's people who definitely want to define, their like take their definition of in, uh, Christianity and put that on you and not consider that we are all in different stages of our Christianity. If you've been doing that your whole life, some stuff is just going to come easier to you. Me personally, it's, it doesn't make sense yet. If you have been a Christian and you're in your 80s, you done seen some things, okay? You done experienced some things. Why did you expect me to be here? Because if we're being honest about you older ladies, you know you had a, you had a mm. past life. Mm. All right, now. Go ahead, because right. y'all be See? playing and judging mm -hmm. us. Oh, don't come in church dressing like that. Okay. But they tried to forget about them hot girl days. No, nah, we ain't forget about that, Grandma. Come on. Come on. Anyway. Sister, what was you doing back there with the brother? Like, Mr. Brenda, we know. We know. Sister. Anyway. And it's just like, it's just one of those things, the judgment from the community. It's like mm -hmm. everybody wants to, like, put your Christianity on a scale of 1 to 10 as 10 yes. being the most holy and 1 being the most sinful. And it's like. You, you can be from God? you can be up here in this level. You can be like really good at the singing, you know, know how to do all the the you know all the gospel music, mm -hmm. but you still party. Or maybe it's like, oh, I listen to secular music, but I make sure I pray every day. Like there, there's not there's a balance of we're all in different stages of our life and we're all stronger in certain areas mm -hmm. than others. But it's like we all in different stages. And I heard a quote that once said, like, um, when you judge other Christian women, that means you don't trust God and what he's doing in their life. Right. And I think that was really important no, for, for me real. to hear because it's like, I can't tell nobody who says, I believe in God, but they don't, like, you know, praise him and all that. I can't be like, she's not a believer for real. She is. That's just, he's working in her differently. And he's going to put her on her path and it's going to look different than mine. Right. Maybe they don't read their Bible every day, but... He knows what he's doing. They believe in him, and he's working on them, on mm -hmm. his timing, on their path. Some people don't turn their life until they're in their 40s, 80s, whatever, but he knows what he's doing, and that's right. just, like, where that judgment doesn't – that's why you shouldn't judge other people. Mm -hmm. But, like, what do you – what are some pressures that you get from the judgment of, like, mm -hmm. Christian and non-Christian people? No, for real, you said a lot, and you said everything that needed to be said, but from, like, society side – or I just want to say, like, people who are non-believers of God, it is just like the moment you say you're Christian, like you said, it's like everything you say is just crap. Everything you say is mm -hmm. a lie, and they assume stuff about you. And then for me, I just feel like, because obviously I have been nothing else but a black woman. I feel like when you say you are Christian as a black woman, I feel like it's just, it's far worse than being non-black saying you're Christian. For me, it's like it's like okay, but you black though. It's right. like like they were, slavery, like <laughs> slavery, and it's like okay, you refer to slavery. Not even gonna get into that because Lord knows how I feel about all of that. But at the same time, our ancestors still had their beliefs. You know, there's plenty of times in the Bible where God mentions like where He's taking people out of slavery and yeah. bringing them to the place, and you still you still see people rebel and be destructive, or you see people listen and get to the place where God has them to be. Mm -hmm. You don't know what God. God did not, I don't believe God intended none of that. But at the same time, it's just like, okay, it happened. Like, and you're not going to put that on me. I am here in the 21st yeah. century. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I feel like when I say I'm a Christian, before, I, w I would get like a lot of negative responses. Yeah, but people just want to argue after yeah, that That's point. very like, true. It's like, I'm not in a state See, believe this, this, and this, and this? No, no did no, I say I don't that? What that. did I say that? Can you bring up? But can you find me the scripture? 
literally it's like you got mm-hmm. all these scriptures and they, they know scripture so well you would think they was a believer mm-hmm. like why is you reciting to me what i already yeah. know I, I can't think of don't quote me somebody probably know but i don't know the verse where it says um where it talks about like the devil uses god's words mm-hmm. to manipulate people you yes. know where he's throwing scriptures at people to manipulate them so it's like just because you know the Bible mm, doesn't, doesn't mean that you're a Christian. like Right. And, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's so sad because everybody knows, like, you're not supposed to judge as a Christian and you're supposed to love and be kind to your neighbors. And it just, not saying, it doesn't tempt me when people are negative to me to do the same. But it's like, when it happens, it's like, you're doing to me exactly what, like you said, you don't want me to do to you. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yes, it's it's crazy. crazy. It's like so I said, bad. Don't hit me, but I can hit you. What? It's so bad. It's what? like I never. You, it was relevant to the conversation, so I said I was a Christian, but I didn't. I didn't walk in the room right. and be like, "Everybody, I believe in Jesus. Don't play with me." No, for it's I like, didn't say I all mean, that. True, I believe in Jesus. No, period. But like, but it's like sometimes I say it too because it's like maybe I'm in class and there's a question, and I say it so it makes sense of what I say next. I didn't say I was a Christian, so you can be like. I don't want to talk to her. Or, you know, if I got biblical questions, let me always go to her. I am not as educated Mm -hmm. as I would like to be. But that's okay because you said something. I was like, it doesn't matter if I'm at, like you said, scale. If I'm at one and do this, I read my Bible, listen to secular music, or at 10 and I don't do anything I used to do in my past, anything like that. God cares that you now want to know him. It doesn't matter where you're at. Like, if I'm at a two- Guess what? I got from 3 to 10. I have a mm-hmm. long time with God. You know, if I'm at a 10, I can reflect on from 9 to 0 when I have that time with God. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for me, it doesn't matter where I am on the scale. I have a relationship with God. Right. And that's just going to grow. Like, mm-hmm. period. And on the side of just like from, you know, the community we're supposed to have that we can trust and go to for understanding, I feel... I'm not even going to mention Christian men because they already know how they be acting, first of all. Um, but Christian women, I don't know. It's just to me, it's, I was going to say sad, but no, it's disgusting. It's disgusting as, because for me, I was always brought up on if someone is older than you, not even just older now, but just mm-hmm. someone who is older than you, they have life experience you have yet to learn. Therefore, you can have some wisdom insight. Right. But it's not like that no more. You know you what don't. I mean? It's like. It's you judgment. Have, like you, you should have known this. Said, you're at a ten on the scale, and you're judging me. And I, I'm, I'm at a two. Like, help me, guide me, because it's like you could, you can be my guidance to help me. Like, hey, I did this, and it's not to say that I'm gonna listen to you all right, the time, right. but it's to say, hey, I, you know, I see you was talking such such. I see you doing such and such, and this happened to me, and you know, this could possibly happen to you. I'm just giving you insight to mm-hmm. prepare for it. You know, and you might be like, okay, some people have to, like, get burned to understand, okay, that's fire. Right. And some people are like, I see fire. I saw somebody get burned. I don't want to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's just like, to me, it is disgusting when older women look down on younger women. And for me, it's just even more disgusting. Probably always hear me mention it. Like I said, I haven't been nothing else but a black woman. But when older black women do it, because black women have been like, at the end for so long. They've been, you know, at the bottom of the scale for so long. And I just feel like all black women should up, be uplifting each other. Like, there was a, you know, there was a period where women in general just couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now, it's just like, you have these life experiences where you could just help me, you know? Right. It's like, I should, not even like, you have to come up to me and act, like, tell me something, but just, I should be able to feel like, I can go to this sister. I can go to this grandmother. I can go to this mom. You mm-hmm. know, she has the time and talk to her like you know I shouldn't be judged for the things that I'm struggling with or you know with temptation and sin and or just simply like we said just trying to understand things excuse me about the Mm -hmm. bible I should be able to go to somebody and it would be nice if I could go to a black woman Mm -hmm. you know because it breaks down the barrier of me having to explain myself to you because we've shared similar life life experiences you know we're still all different people of course Right. But it's just like it breaks down a barrier where you know I don't have to do the same thing if I went to a non-personal color. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's just it's just sad when that happens. You know, I just hope I know I know when I become an older black woman, it will not be like that. I can't like yeah. I'm not here to tell people how to do their life, but it's like if I see you doing something I've done before, I'm gonna just give you some advice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like so that build up over time because it's like even now, even though I'm 20, I know some people here is like 19, 18, all that. I just see sometimes it's like 
judgment at this young age yes i feel like it builds up over time because now you're painting yourself as being better than other people because you're quote unquote have a better relationship with god so it's just like all the time i pray for humility like don't ever get my head big and make me think i'm better than other people regardless of how sinful they may be or how non-sinful they may be like yeah. we shouldn't judge people we yeah. shouldn't disassociate ourselves with sinful people just because like well i'm not saying like be in that sin but i'm just saying like you can't be like oh well i know they be drinking so i can't be cool with that person i can't talk to them you know what i'm saying so right. just like when you already established at a young age that you're better than people who sin it's gonna carry so for people our age right. i'm just advising you practice that now keep yourself in check now because that's what i work on. i keep myself in check i'm like you know they do be sinning and i'm christian but we work together and i'm still gonna laugh and talk with them mm. because that's childish for me to just be like Mm, they doing this and this. I don't have to agree with them, by, and I don't have to consume myself and be best friends with them, but at the same time, this is a cool person aside from their sin because I'm not supposed to judge them aside from their sin. They're a cool person. I will eat lunch with them. You know, so just no. like stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Keep yourself in check at this young age. You're not above somebody just because you got a relationship with Christ. Just because you feel more blessed than somebody else no. doesn't mean that's your place. So at the end of the day, like don't not talk to people and disassociate yourself with people because they're non-believers mm. now obviously to an extent i'm not saying just go in and just kick it in every secular and non-christian environment right. and be like well i'm still christian so it doesn't matter no it doesn't work that way but i'm just saying you fall into the pattern you should right. get out of be grounded in your faith mm. if you're grounded in your faith it doesn't make a difference like there's a lot of people i'm around every day we do not they do not believe we don't talk about christ but it's like I can still be comfortable in the environment with them because I'm grounded in my faith. I know that it's not influencing me. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to isolate myself and be like, oh, well, I'm not going to talk to them. They're not, we don't have this similarity. And I just, I can't be around them for real. Like, that's just, that's judgment already. Something yeah. as simple as saying, I'm not going to speak to them. Now, if their conversation is a little off, I'm not saying be a part of that. If you're talking about food or whatever it is, just don't automatically, that's judgment when you automatically are like, I'm not going to mm -hmm. be around this person that much and associated with them just because they sin. It has to be more than just because they sin. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm, even just that, just that's too. sinning right there, just judging, right. just that's automatically disassociating yourself. You're sinning just as bad. You're in the same place. It's You're like the, the biggest sin committed every day is judging. Mm -hmm. And like, I wanted to add to that because it made me like, when you say if you're grounding your faith, not saying you can go anywhere and do anything, but you're, if you do, you're not tempted because you're grounded in your faith. Mm -hmm. And I just want to mention, Jesus talked to, associated with, had conversation with, and hung out with mm. sinners. He said it one more time. Say it one more time. Jesus one more time. I don't think they heard that. He mm. associated, yep. conversated, and hung out with himself, mm. sinners, and he never sinned. And you said who did that? Jesus. Can you spell that for us, please? J-E-S-U-S. -S. All right, I got it. Thank Jesus. you. I hope y'all got that, too. And keep that in mind when y'all judge. Uh, I, and we're not on. perfect, but Jesus was the example that God sent for us to she be. She preaching over here. I don't think I hear. I, I'm just saying because it just it, it baffles me. And it goes back to like when, when Christian people, I'm not even just saying women, just Christian people in general, when they judge. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're not Jesus, and God knows we will not be perfect, but he sent an example of what I want you to try to be. To show us that it is possible. It's very possible. In the human form. You know, came in human form. And when it all comes to your your end of your timeline or judgment day, however it goes, he's not going to be like, well, you know, I saw you was doing a little bit, but you, you didn't completely become how the example I sent. No, mm -hmm. it's not. We don't know what he's going to say. So stop judging people. I'm not saying surround yourself all the time right with sinners mm -hmm. there's some things that you're working on temptation don't go around places you are tempted because you're still working right. to strengthen in those areas mm -hmm. you know and it's just like it just like i said it just baffles me because jesus hung with sinners himself right like hello somebody and i think that's a great example because hello. if it's like a friend's birthday i'm not gonna oh, i'm not gonna hang out with you because y'all drinking I can be in a room with alcohol and not touch that alcohol. I Nothing. promise you, I can't. Like, it just being grounded. I don't care what it smells like. I'm good. <laughs> like it just. I don't care if it has lemon and orange wedges in it. I'm okay. Like baby, mm -hmm. I got my water. I got my water, and it's not. It's not even because like you know I'm tempted or you know whatever the case may be. It's also about 
because I've turned my life to Christ, and I think a lot of people don't understand this, and this is what I had to understand is when you put more time into yourself, that means you don't put time into Christ. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put time into Christ, you ain't put no time into yourself. Right. Like you, if you put time into yourself, you're putting like worldly things ahead of Him. And what I had to understand when I put time into Christ, it's time into me. Definitely. It's time back into me. He is, you know what I mean? Like giving to him. And that's the crazy thing a lot of people understand is when you give to God, it's an equal beneficial relationship for the time you're here on earth and even after. But when you make a deal with Satan, no, he only comes out on top. If something happens, you got to deal with the consequences. Definitely do. So like I said, Jesus hung out with sinners. Mm-hmm. And please remember that. Mm-hmm. And like he didn't send himself, and he helped people. She said what she said. I hope y'all. I hope y'all picked up on I that. I really one. hope y'all did because I spelled his name out too. His name with a capital H. Mm-hmm. I spelled Jesus' name. I need y'all to go ahead. It's in the whole book. It ain't even Pacific Scripture. No, I think they got you it. I think just... they got it. And if not, they can rewind. Cause like honestly, she said what she said. But with with all of that, like the judgment and and just these expectations. Do you feel that you have to do things a certain way now? Because it's like once you become a Christian and you learn more about God, it's like the more you learn about, the more flawed you feel. Because it's mm-hmm. like, dang, I've been doing this. It's I thought it was fine. Period. Yes, it's like, bro, I thought this was okay. Now he told me I can't do this and I like this. Like, how do you, do you feel like you just have to do things a certain way, like such as talk, dress, think, and et cetera? Mm-hmm. I think, I do believe there are things that you have to do that a certain way you know and i'm gonna try to elaborate because like the bible doesn't say you can't drink it says don't get drunk you know Mm -hmm. stuff like that but it's just like there are things you have to do a certain way because if you're a christian obviously the main thing you do every day is to not only be better than you were yesterday but it's to praise and please god like you live for God now and living for God is living for you. Mm-hmm. If you don't see it that way, I don't know what's going on, but for me that's how I know if I'm living for God, I am living for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he he breathed life into these lungs into this body and I'm here right. on a day that he planned long ago and he yeah. said I still want her to be here. So for me it's like yes, you do have to do things a certain way because it can be displeasing to God and that could interfere with your relationship and it can stagnate it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you can't still go to a party. Right. You just, you know, if if you have trouble trouble alcohol, he's he might put you in a period where you can't do no alcohol because you obviously get tempted and you go too hard. Right. So you know, you know, he's just trying to get you to learn like you can control your limitations. Like you can mm-hmm. have limits. You know what I mean? So I do think there are certain things that you can't do because it's completely displeased. Of course you can't worship the devil. Of course. Like you right. know, I know somebody in there like, okay, what about this? Yes, you cannot worship the devil. Like that's definitely displeasing to God. You mm-hmm. there's obviously there's commandments, you're not supposed to lie, thou shalt not kill, all of that. But at the same time, God's not saying I don't want you to have fun, but you also have to figure out if your definition of fun is for worldly things or right. if it fits to what God says. You right. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then you'll figure out, I'm like, okay, yeah, that, Jesus, that's fun to me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Some people are like, that's not fun for me. Well, you know, maybe this ain't your time right now. You know right. what I mean? But no, I do believe there's certain things you can and can no longer mm-hmm. do, and I, but it also sorry. fits. No, you're good. It also mm-hmm. fits into like... He didn't say that you couldn't go to a party. Mm-hmm. He's just saying, you know, you have temptation. So let's pull back for a little bit. Right. And then maybe let's try later. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just trying to better you and, you know, make you sober within your spirit. You know, right. so you have a sober mind. You have more control over yourself, like, than, you know, fall into these worldly things. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel? And I like, I like that you mentioned, like, he doesn't say you can't go to a party. You can't drink alcohol. And it's just a lot of stuff. It's like... People just are misinformed. They get their information from wherever. Now, obviously, there is a point where drinking can be a problem and sinful. Obviously, there's a point where certain parties may just not be a party you need to be at or the activities going on there or the temptation that you see there. But it's just like you got to really – it's being self-disciplined and getting yes. to know his word for yourself. Read the Bible for yes. yourself, not what your preacher told you, that scripture that was real out of context – you need to go read that whole chapter to really see. Hard on that self-discipline right there. The yes. original question, do you feel you have to do things a certain way now? Of course. I feel like if you acquire new knowledge about God and how he wants things and you strengthen that relationship, it's so disrespectful and disobedient to be like, oh, I know I'm supposed to be doing this, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
that's like, think of like a parent, if they tell you to do something, it's like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I'm not going to do this. Yeah. I know I'm supposed to buy my mom a Mother's Day gift, but it's not in the budget. I'm just not going to do it. But so you have this knowledge, you know that it's respectful to, right. to, to pay your respects to your mom while she's here. But you're not going to do it. Just but because I even taking a step forward. Come on. No, sorry. Go ahead. Not, but it's like you had a child and you know you're supposed to take care of it, but I don't want to do it. God made you. And he didn't say, okay, mm-hmm. I made you. I sent you here. That's it. And no, it's he like, made it's you. Just he the, took care of you. He it's guided you. It's the fact you. that, like, you Why know. You it's the fact that you know you're supposed to be doing something, but you don't do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the child example you gave, you know you got to feed that child. But if you don't do it, it's like you're the one who is goofy because yes. you knew that you have that knowledge. You know they can't do this and that for themselves. And there are major so consequences. Like, yes, there is definitely a way that um, I feel like I should just do certain things a certain way. Like the way I talk, for example. Yes, I'm. I try to cuss less. I'm not perfect, but it's like mm-hmm. I even found the thing is, you really gotta feed into it. Though, if you still do something a certain way, do it because you see the change so quick. Like me. Um, I barely cuss. It'll come out every once in a while, but I, I realize I don't even like cussing for real. Mm-hmm. And when I do cuss, it's only because I was around worldly influences. Yes. I, I can go without cussing, but it's like, if I do, I'm like, now why would I say that? I only sit there because she over here cussing. You know, and the you know what I'm saying? It'd be stuff like that. Me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. And that's what I worked on for a long time because it was like, um, and I take away from what you were saying, but it was like, God... I do not know the scripture offhand, but God says, like, watch the things that you say. Right. You know, um, life and death is in the tongue. Mm-hmm. And also, I realized my mom said it for so long how it sat in her, and I still continue to do it. Mm-hmm. So, like we just mentioned, like, you know it's something you're supposed to do, and you don't do it. And it was just like, I I realized how long I disrespected my mother, how long I disrespected God. And then not saying that cursing, you hear someone curse should deteriorate you from them. Right. But at the same time, I don't want people's introduction to me to mm-hmm. be that. And, and, I, and I didn't like it. I don't mm-hmm. know why I did it. You and it's crazy I mean? because right now, I be so, I don't know, it's almost like I'm a, I'm a grown-up a mom or something. It's like yes. when people do curse, sometimes I be like language. And I, it is coming out my mouth. I said that to my dad. I actually started cussing. I said, stop cussing. Why are you cussing? And then I had to step back. I was like, why did I just I tell him that? that? I'm kind of bogus. Yes, I do. I, I said, like, you know, <laughs> no, I found myself good thing he didn't cuss me out because I was kind of bogus saying language. Like, But it just like, once you do start doing things the way he wants you to, after you acquire that knowledge, you'll notice the difference. Like, even me, I realized I had to stop watching certain TV shows because yes. it's like I'm struggling with these sins. All right, I'm going to stop watching this show. Oh, the sin went away. Why? Oh, because the, the whole show, even though it was a good plot, good storyline, it's like they were doing this thing, and it's like, okay, that's what it was. It's a good show, and now I got to cut this show out of my life. But it's like it took me being obedient and just realizing, like, okay, the things I see, I absorb. The things I hear, I absorb. So I'm mm-hmm. seeing this sin constantly because I'm, I'm binge-watching the show, and now I'm thinking I'm struggling with this sin. So it is like right. after you have that knowledge, just go off that instinct, even if it's hard. Just try it. Just be like, uh, let me let me try to make this change. Give yourself a break, and then you'll see how easy it comes, yeah. and then you'll see that you'll actually want to. You don't feel obligated and forced, like I don't want to do this, but I have to. But it's like, no, oh, yes, you kind of want to. That's how it is for me. It's like I want to do things a certain way now that I know mm-hmm. I should be doing things a certain way. So no, I would feel like um, there is also like a lot of confliction, inner confliction, when you do discover you do have to do some, but you don't want to. So I guess the question is just, like, how do you address these conflictions? Like, you want to honor God, but it's like, do you want to hate yourself? Do you want to hate mm-hmm. your act? You know what I'm saying? So, like, how do you address these conflictions? I definitely feel like that question is probably, maybe, you know, I reworded it differently. But I know I definitely asked myself that a lot when I was in the lukewarm phase. And um, unfortunately, you cannot skip the lukewarm phase. Mm-hmm. It is a required phase <laughs> is. of this transition, as well as isolation. You know, I personally, I felt I was isolated. I felt like I was isolated before I turned to Christ, and then I understood what he was really doing. And mm-hmm. then he really isolated me. Yeah. He was like, you thought that was isolation? Ah, ha, ha. You know? But I don't know. When I feel conflicted, I just have to I always try and ask God for understanding and clarity. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said before, it is difficult, you know, as a black Christian woman to have, like, when I say worldly source, I mean, like, a person on this world to go mm-hmm. to. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you're Christian, I'm Christian. I don't care what you look like. But it's like, 
you know, can the way you preach, can I, you know, gravitate to it? And therefore, mm-hmm. can I ask you some questions? You know, so when I'm conflicted, I definitely try to ask God from understanding and clarity. And I swear it happened so fast. It, it's, it was probably always there. And then now that I've asked him, I see it even faster. And in those moments where I feel tempted, mm-hmm. I try to ask God why, you know, like what it is that I am doing. And then maybe, you know, he shows like, okay, it's this or this person or what you're watching, what you're listening to. That, that one song, I know you love it, mm-hmm. but it's, no, it's not. It's doing some things to you that we worked on so long ago. Right. And it's like in those moments where I feel tempted, that's when I got to call on Jesus. Because I feel like if you don't, you know, you kind of you fall into it even more or prone to faster because if mm-hmm. Jesus come in, I feel like Jesus really do swoop you out. He swoop you out of it and try to give you a moment of like, like if you out of breath and let you breathe to the side, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in those moments, I just feel conflicted. I just, the first thing I got to do, because the most important thing about a relationship with God is your relationship with God before anything else, you know? And to go with that, I saw like um, a video where it was, and I loved it because it was a black woman. She was a pastor. I mm-hmm. said, period, you better right. preach. And mm-hmm. I listened to the whole thing. And um, she was saying that that if you're coming to the church to know God, you need to go to him first. You're mm-hmm. not going to get it here Mm-mm. first. Not saying you won't get it there, but you ain't going to get it here first. So I feel like that's very important. But when I'm conflicted, yeah, I don't, I guess you say, besides just asking God for understanding clarity, maybe writing about it so I can like look back on it. And be like, you know, or it's like, you know, if I felt away before and it's starting to feel the same, what did I do? Right. You know, like this time, you know, maybe not God's trying to test you, but I, I definitely feel like the moment you say you're going to do something that's beneficial to God, the devil's like, okay, we'll see. Because the moment I said I didn't want to curse no more, it was like every little thing was making me want to curse. Yeah. And it was like, okay, how hard is you listening? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what people don't understand. Like, the devil listened hard too and he I don't want to use the term bless but he can give you things that you think are from God because we always we know God is always listening but just because you pray for something doesn't mean you're going to get it because it doesn't align with what God think is best for you so yes when I'm conflicted that's I guess I just go to God first for understanding clarity and try to write it out because writing for me is therapeutic Mm -hmm. so um, besides you, I don't know who else I would even talk to about it. I mean, I talk to my family because they're, I've, as, ever since I've turned my life over to Christ, it has interest them. And there's some things that they do themselves differently now, mm-hmm. um, which I'm very proud of them for that. So besides that, yeah. So what do you do um, when you have conflictions? How do you address them? Um, I would say you just got to take it straight to God because you don't got the answers, but he got the answers. And um don't feel shame just remember to love yourself in all your phases and I always have to remind myself I am not perfect I'm never going to be perfect I'm you just got to remind yourself you're never going to be perfect but don't use it as an excuse to sin but just as a reminder of okay I'm sinning I don't even know what to do right now I didn't even know this was a sin I've been doing this and now I'm supposed to just stop and but just reminding like he still loves me even though we're going we're going through this little patch he's not giving up on me he's not looking at me different he just knows, like he knows I can't be perfect. So he's not upset how I'm upset with myself. So just like remind yourself to love yourself and that he loves you just the way you are and that you are his masterpiece in royalty, which I tell myself every day. So even though I'm flawed, I'm trying to do my best. Can you say that one more time so people can start saying it to themselves? I said, I am God's masterpiece. Yes. And I am royalty. Amen. Right. Amen. Because even though I'm flawed, he knows that already. So, like, that's nothing new to him. And it, it shouldn't be new to me. He's like, girl, you knew you were not perfect. So why are you mad? Because you're finding out you're still you're See, more I'm not perfect. Mad. I'm not even talking about it. I knew you wasn't. And, but I still love you. I still am going to bless you. I'm still going to take care of you because you're trying. Like, I knew you should have knew you wasn't going to turn around that quick. Dang. Girl, come, come on now. Be for real. Be realistic. This woman who's been, who's been a Christian for 40 years and they still trying to turn around. Like, I'm taking my time on you. And I have to remind myself that, too. He's taking his time on me. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you do have these contradictions, you just need to pray about it and don't hate yourself. Because I feel like that's the biggest thing is like, dang, I'm sinning. And and remember that I serve a, a forgiving God. Yes. Not saying that I'm going to just sin. and be like, some well, I'm going to sin and he's going to forgive me. It's whatever. But it's like I'm trying. If a sin happened, 
I can't sit here and beat myself up and be like, dang, I really sinned. I'm like, dang, God, forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm going to try to do better. Please help me to do better. Sure. And I'm going to move on by my day. Exactly. Because he, he asks us to do that. He doesn't want us to sit in shame and be sad because we're imperfect. That's right. something it just, for him, it's probably just like, girl, we been knew that. Right. Why are you tweaking yes. again? Yet again, you are tweaking. I've been told you we're not perfect. And you are still trying to be like me. Said, and you're trying to be like my son. God is annoyed. You're At this annoying point, him. And it took me some years to, to get to that. So it was like at the point where I learned to forgive myself as he forgives me. I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. I sinned. I repent. I'm going to move forward. I'm not going right. to think twice about it. I'm going to try to do better, but I'm not going to sit here and be sad, beat myself up, and feel ashamed when he he never told me to do that. Right. He never, nowhere did he say that I need to feel bad about myself. He knew I wasn't perfect, but I just got to remind myself I'm not perfect. That's really what it was. Literally. So, like, just dealing with these contradictions, it just comes down to praying about it because he will give you answers when he, in his due time, he's going to give you them answers. Mm -hmm. Forgive yourself and just keep pushing forward and try to do better. Not saying just, like, I sinned, it's whatever, it'll happen again. If you get tried, just do but it better. Just try. Just do it. Just try. You don't got to hurt you yourself. Do you don't got to hate yourself. None of that. Just simply try. So, um, like, even with all these conflictions and and these judgments and pressures, um, where have you, like, just, I guess I just want to ask more about, like, the influences, like, all around preachers, whether it's on TikTok or the internet, like, where mm -hmm. are these influences coming from, and how do you think that they positively or negatively affect you and your journey as a Christian? And you say, like, when you say influence, you mean? I just mean influence in general. That can be, like, just people who preach God's word, which it doesn't have to be a preacher. Sometimes you go on the internet and somebody's preaching his word. Sometimes mm -hmm. you see somebody in person, they're preaching his word, um, maybe, okay, I'll go first because maybe I didn't work that right. Cause that no, is my you're question. Good, you're good. Um, so for me, example, um, for the influences that have like affected my journey. And I would say this is more of a negative way. It's definitely like on TikTok. So I got on the Christian side of TikTok, you know, a lot of people are preaching, but it's like, like you said, everybody's preaching something different. And I realized people are making me a hundred percent completely question my relationship with God and like be conflicted because I'm like oh well I'm supposed to be doing this or I'm not supposed to be doing that or he mm -hmm. says this and oh they preaching this verse and it's like to the point obviously I want to hear more of God's word and I know he'll put certain things in my life for a reason like if he wants me to get the message but it's getting to the point where I think he was testing me like me and you have a relationship so why are you listening to them I think that's Period. what was the lesson it's at the point I don't even want to be on the Christian side of TikTok because it's like these people are not preaching nothing bad, but it's like you're preaching what your testimony as if it's everybody else's testimony. I've been trying to get back to the funny side you, of TikTok. I me too. And it's like it's like the there's a point I was feeling it. bad because I'm like, dang, they preaching. I'm skipping God's word. He wanted me to listen to it. That's why it's on my timeline. No, mm -hmm. it's not. He really mm -hmm. wanted me to. I think he. The main focus I got from that is talk to me more. You're trying to get my word. You don't need to listen. Like yes, you need to um, hear my word from others, but don't do too much and go out of your way and listen mm -hmm. if I didn't tell you to. You don't need to be watching all these videos on YouTube to, to hear preachers and all that. Like, if you don't feel that calling from them, don't don't click the video. Don't right. listen to the video and don't feel bad because they they just told you. And I do be feeling bad. I'm like, I be feeling oh, bad. I be like, no, because he, he want me to listen to this. He want me I to listen scroll. to this. Like, the, what was a long time ago on Facebook, you know, if you scroll past this. If you like, scroll past this, you're going to hell. Right. Come on. Why would you say If you that? don't like, comment, and subscribe, and Jesus don't love you. And stuff what? like that, they really need to stop because it's That's a so scare childish. tactic. God it is, is not. If you are scared into not even just wanting to love God, but wanting to turn your life to him and learn him, mm -hmm. I don't, I'm not, I'm not speaking for God, but. I, I don't feel that he would want that because he's it's not, not sending it on your timeline like that. He's not. That's you could not care about him, but then you see it and it's like, dang, if I die, I'm gonna you go to hell. Let me like, let me like and share. You wanted to, you turned to me because you were scared about something, and it's also being scared because you're not, you're not educated. They're not educating yeah. you on his word. They just telling you, you follow. Literally. So like that's for me. That was an example of just like how the influences can really mm -hmm. affect your journey. Um. And it's like, there's been so many un, unnecessary conflictions. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, there'd be some, I'm like, I really wanted to do this. The internet, they gave me a few scriptures, and they said, this is the devil, this worship the devil. Now I'm conflicted because I really have my mindset on this, and now it's not. And then I find out, like, you know, I'll talk to God about it. And then, like, a week later, I'll get a sign, like, 
You should have did that. You can. You, you you have permission to do that. Yes. It's okay to do this. This is not the devil. Not everything mm -hmm. is the devil. Stop overlooking at everything. Yes. Not every like. For a second, I was like, "Oh, I hate snakes," because Very that serpent, girl, that serpent, intended Eve. That's the one of his. That's the one of God's creations. That's the yes. It was used, and it, it says serpent. Yes. Not snake. That was his creation. I can't sit here and say I hate a whole animal. Right. Just because I'm not saying they're not scary, but that's, that's a yeah. personal thing. It's not because mm -hmm. the Bible, you know, y'all can't wear this, this, and this because it represents this. That's your interpretation. So it's like for a longest, I'm like, dang, I can't do this, I can't do that, and it's just like, but God's not telling me that. But that they did give that scripture that said right. this, this, and this. But it's like He didn't tell me that. Right. And oh, they know God. They've known God longer. They've been on the journey. They're to, a whole pastor at a church. So why would they lie to me? Um, mm -hmm. God said they're going to lie to you. Because these teachers, I can't do this. prophecies, mm -hmm. all the people who be speaking these prophetic words, they're going to lie to you. They, yeah. He said it. And they did it when Jesus was here. They was lying to this man, telling him, you're not the Messiah. You're not the son of man. Like, you're mm -hmm. not the son of God. So what make you think they ain't going to lie to you? Right. So it just, it just really important. Like, I feel like we emphasize this. Maybe we're not emphasizing it enough. Emphasize your, it more? Your focus needs to just be on a relationship with God. Literally. Like your relationship, not religion. Yes. Not with society. It relationship is most important. Talk to him, pray to him. And that'll really help. Like there's just been so many influences because I was trying to seek God's word and I'm thinking, okay, I seek I'm gonna seek God's word and he's gonna just give me all this knowledge and information so I can be more like him. I can be a better person. But then it's just like I got so many so much more knowledge. It's like I don't even know. Like this Christianity getting harder and harder. It is a hard journey, but it's just like, mm -hmm. it's like I really it's just I can't be myself. I hate myself, and I like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm basically just learned that everything I am and I like is just right is a sin, you know. And it's just like that wasn't true. It always takes me later in time to realize you Not didn't have sure. to stop doing that. That's still cool. I, I like that too. Like it, you, that's for you. That's you don't fine. have to stop that. I see it makes you genuinely happy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. No. So, I hope that that clarified the question no, for you. No, so like, that's what I thought it was. But I'm yeah. Like, hey, wait a second. You I know, before it. I go off on a whole tangent, she's like, "That's not." And it's like, okay, thank you, but to the original question. Right. No, um, to add on to that, what you're saying, it's not to say that there have been times where I'm asking God for clarity and understanding. Like, give me. I don't before you know maybe when I was a little bit before like a little bit back into this journey, you know, turn my life to Christ, I would ask for signs. Mm -hmm. I more want to hear God. I want to hear your voice so I can always clarify that this is, you know, God talking to me or mm -hmm. something else. But it's like you can ask God for to show you clarity and understanding. And that's not to say we're not hating on TikTok videos. Not at all. But it's sometimes you can hear things that are meant for you. And it's like to me, to me, I know it really speaks to me when it, it makes me I don't know, it gives an oomph to me or something. I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Like, I know, okay, this message was meant for me. And it's it's too clear. It's too yeah, exact. Yeah, it's too clear, too and specific. It's crystal clear. And yes, this is okay. But then there's our times, and I and I hope people um, look outside of having, like, visual things like TikTok giving you your signs. But there's times where I can FaceTime you mm -hmm. or my sister or have a talk with someone on campus, and it's just something that you say. I'm like, okay. You know, it helps, right. like, helps with my understanding, helps with my confusion. So there's different ways that God can send you something. You forgetting something and going back into your dorm or it's like, and it's mm -hmm. like people have to realize it's so many different ways God can give you the understanding and clarity that you're asking for. Definitely. So for me, TikTok, she a little negative influence right now. It's, yeah. and it's To me, it hurts because it's like... And I don't, you know what, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know what I expected because, unfortunately, even other communities are sometimes against each other and disagree. My mm -hmm. problem is not disagreeing. My problem is when you maliciously try to debate and not hear each other out and come to a common ground. Because at the end of the day, if we all claim to be Christian, we're supposed to, we're people of God. God mm -hmm. is within us. So why is we disagreeing? The, if we disagreeing... Some ain't right, you know what I mean? Like we should right. all be on the same page and we should all be out there spreading his you know, his name, his gospel, his word. So to me it's like when we're disagreeing, okay, somebody not saying somebody's wrong, but maybe y'all need to take both of y'all somebody needs to listen together. For real. Because a lot of y'all be out here listening to respond and not listening to hear. 
Yeah. Okay. Y'all need to really fix that. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. That is also negative influence. I don't know. A positive one, obviously, God. Just, mm-hmm. you know, God, my family, you know, you. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just, I guess it's just disappointing. Because, like I said before, it's like, I don't feel like I have someone to go to who knows more than me. And not saying you don't. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We talk to each other and we help each other out and listen and be there for each other. But we've also started this journey together. And, you know, we still, you know, getting into it and learning right. and trying to figure things out. But it's like somebody who's been there for a while. And there's not even been there for a while, like a pastor. A pastor has seen so many different walks of life. They have mm-hmm. a lot of knowledge. But it's like, why can't I find one? Why can't mm-hmm. I find one to go to and talk to and trust? So, therefore... As always, I will just continue to go to God because mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I think a positive influence that's here, like, on the, on the earth, um, I think it's important to just make, like, uh, personal connections. So it's like, obviously, mm-hmm. I'd be trying to seek God's knowledge. I might, you know, want to listen to a podcast or watch YouTube video while I'm doing something. But it's just like, a lot of times, that that's like mass preaching. Not saying that's a bad thing, but it's like, that's trying to connect with thousands or millions of people. So yeah. it's just like, we are all still different. He all still made us his own individual masterpieces. You can't just be trying to connect with somebody who's trying to connect with everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's not interpersonal. It's not personal at all. So it's just like those in-person connections that are like positive influences and that'll just like really help you through your walk and through your journey. Right. I mean, yeah, that you said that. Because I didn't think of it before, but definitely, I mean, my Bible study group, you know, like, obviously, we have a goal of learning the Bible and becoming close to God, and it's not, it, it, I definitely had a lot of expectation where I was like, okay, what is, what is these girls want to talk about? Like, what mm-hmm. is it? You know how some Bible, like, I was like, okay, is we going to have to recite verses, and like, you know, it's different for me. Like, I'm like, okay, I can't recite this verse. I only know a couple of verses I can recite because mm-hmm. I heard them all the time, and these are verses that are my favorites. You know, there's some stories I get mixed up with others, but, no, they were very patient and understanding. And, you know, it doesn't start off with us jumping right into God. We check in on each other and talk to one another and see where we're at, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, that's a positive influence. But I don't know. I think it's just sad for the most part there's not a lot. Because I, I did go to TikTok. You know, I mean, TikTok was obviously popular, and then it was like, I'm like, okay, you can kind of switch up the algorithm, so let me right. see if I can, let me see other Christian people, and let me see their walks of life, but then when you have Christian people conflicting with each other, yeah, I, I can't do this no more, because why are we conflicting? You know, yes, can Not you- Not even messing with your walk. Like, literally, like, yes, can we look at the same shape and see different perspectives? Yes, but overall, we should come out together and see the whole- like, we shouldn't just be stuck on which side we see. We should see mm-hmm. the whole and come together, and that should be, like, the common ground. So mm-hmm. I don't understand that part yet. I don't either, but overall, I think, you know, just like the pressures as a Christian Roman, it's a lot. And I know we said a lot of negative. I don't think negative. I think I we just being I mean, honest realistic. and real. Yeah. But I don't want this to, like, discourage anybody. But it's just, like, even if it's not Christianity, it, it's just, like, religion in general because mm-hmm. it's, like, you're, you see the world as one thing, but you're told something mm-hmm. else. And being see, seeing something and being told something can just be two different things because you're not in control of what mm-hmm. you see most of the time. So no it's a lot of pressure, but it's all part of the journey. Mm-hmm. And I hope that what we said really resonates with somebody and Peace just helps and them insight. out. Yeah. yeah. You know, and if, you know, it encourages you to do it, you know, like you just, your walk of life is going to be different. And that's okay, because it's supposed to be different. God didn't make any of us the same, you know. So hopefully, you know, you go ahead and do it. And it's just like, you know, hearing things from people, it's like getting insight. Because there's times where I would want insight before I have done something. Right. And it just helps, you know what I mean? So, I mean, take these words with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. one mustard seed. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just, you know, us just talking about what we wish we heard before and knew before but at the same time that was a part of our journey to learn it mm-hmm. too so don't be afraid because your journey is going to be something different and this i mean unfortunately i do feel like there's always going to be something negative to talk about like you know communities aren't always going to be like the best but i do hope they become better mm-hmm. and keep in mind we are only speaking on 
our experiences and yes. our perspective and our testimony and it's not going to be yours and you may resonate with some of it but just know that that is your individual journey all right all right that concludes today's episode thank you for tuning in we appreciate all the love we post bi-weekly on mondays and bi-weekly on tuesday or sorry on wednesdays on our youtube you can reach us at our website at blackgirlincollege.com and on our Instagram at blackgirlincollegepodcast to give us some feedback. And also to see what we are working on. So we'll see you soon. Peace. Peace.